the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Y'all, I am back with one of my all-time favorite people. She's an incredible visionary. When she decides she's going to do something, she puts all of her intentions behind it. She visualizes it. This woman makes it happen. She is a force of nature. She radiates positivity. She's a joy to be around. I am so blessed to know her, have her as a friend. And now she's talking all about social influencing, how to make money, how she's done it. She's so honest. She's so real. Get excited. Here is the one, the only Mallory Urban. Mallory Irvin in Her the house. house. Actually, again. I'm in your house. I know this is yes, part two. I know. I'm so excited because part one was awesome. Part one was awesome. Hmm. You are probably one of the most inspirational people that I personally know because I have seen you absolutely decide what you want to do with your life and then just crush it. Well, thank you. I felt the same about you. But I need to take lessons from you. Like, no, can I you be don't. Your, can I be your child? I know you're having a baby, but like, I need you to be my. Will you I be got my mother? Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Yeah, I know you have a you, big old baby in here. I have a really, really big baby. Like, how big is this baby? It's really big. It's about double the size. So, and um, you're tiny. You're like mm-hmm. five feet. Of all the people. Of all the people to have a mondo baby. True, and I feel like I got a mo- I got a I got a mondo like career thing happening right now, and a mondo baby, and a. I didn't even know the word Mondo was a word. Well, I feel like you're the one of those people that lives large, though. <laughs> I live large. Like, you ain't doing anything small. Yeah, no. You Ta- can't. You only got one go at this, and you really have to just do it. How do you have the energy? So, I feel like I, I'm, I'm a high-energy person naturally, and I feel like, like people are either born as high-energy people or they're not. Like, it's funny because I start thinking, because when, when a baby's coming, you start looking at your sleep patterns and, like, the kind of sleep that you need, and then you start looking at your husband's. For instance, <laughs> my husband can sleep. <laughs> Why is that? So can Michael. He didn't just sleep. He snores. And he can sleep until 11 o'clock, and I I don't know the last time I slept till 11 o'clock. Oh. But he can also work until 4.30 in the morning, which I used to do, but now I'm like, okay, you know, we're just... Some people need more sleep than others. I don't need a lot of sleep. I'm a high energy person. Um, but also, I just, I'm doing things that I really am excited about doing. And I know that sounds like a cliche thing, but that's a game changer. Yes. Totally. How did you, okay, so this whole series I'm doing right now is an influencer yes, series. Yes, this series. This is cool. Well, it's because I, like you know, I am just like grasshopper. Green as can be. I fall, I never know what the F I'm doing. No, and I, not. and I am learning from all this world of influencing that there's actually a career out here you can make money on it like people are having a whole digital life and some influencers are just making money from shopping their looks Mm -hmm. you know but you have parlayed influencing into something so much more than influencing because you are just a brand how did you make that happen and like how do you how do you become Mallory Irvin because you built this yourself that's really nice of you to say. I hope you say that to everyone because that's a really nice way to start an interview because then you feel like <laughs> very like an authority on this subject. But you are very exceptional. What you have well, done in, a, in a few years is insane. You too. But not like you. Yes, you just don't realize it and I do realize it about myself. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I tell Kyle, I'm like, I run the world today. I'm like, do you look what I did last night? You got to get it when you do it. But no, yes. I have a lot of growth to do. But okay, so... It, it is what a time to be alive, eh? Amen to that. Because an influencer, like what is the word influencer? Five years ago, did you know what an influencer no. was? It wasn't even a thing. And now you can literally make a career in whatever hobby or passion or thing that you want to do in this world. And you can make so much money doing it. How do you do that? There's a lot of different ways. Okay. But... I truly believe, and a lot of people don't believe this, a lot of influencers want to think that there's this certain amount of space in this realm for people to do. You have to have certain talents, certain gifts, certain looks. I think anybody can be an influencer. Okay. I think anybody, any age, yes, it's going to be easier for you to make it in a fashion world between maybe 18 and and 35 rather than 60, but I I think anybody, anybody can do this. And um, I think that you can see so many different levels and types of influencers because of like the person that they are and how they run their business. This is my business. This is my family's business. So Kyle, Kyle has, um, 
had a parking company, my husband, because my husband works with me full time now. Which is amazing. Yeah. So he had his business that was doing well. And as mine kept doing better and better and better, he scaled back and scaled back and scaled back. And now he's like full time working with me. They just have like one restaurant that they're doing because this world, there's no ceiling to it. It's I love it when people say this. It's the wild, wild west yes. out there. Yes. It is, it's not even regulated. It's like you can literally make tens of thousands of dollars. How? Working with brands. Explain. So here, here's what I will say too. Like before I explain like how you, you make the money, you definitely need to, um, and I feel like you need to do this too. I need help. I need you to raise me. Here's what, so <laughs> you have to, A, you have to figure out like your, you have to figure out your niche in this space. <laughs> so you also, in doing that though, you have to ride a lot of waves and you have to figure things out. Whenever I first started this two and a half years ago, I thought I got to take professional pictures all the time. Yes. I'm going to sell the outfits that I wear. I'm going to show people that I, I, I really thought that was my thing. And fashion wasn't even like my thing, but I started with Fashion's that. not my thing either. And I learned so much with that. Then I was like, no, I'm starting this, this YouTube channel on beauty. And then I rode all those waves of things to figure out where I wanted to be as an influencer. And who are you as an influencer? And that's where I am now. So what I believe is that it's a really cool space to be in that people look to you to change their lives in in different ways. So people come, people think that clothes and beauty and things like that are going to change their lives. That it makes them feel better about themselves. But it doesn't change the core of who they are. Right. So you can change anything. You can change your house and you can change your you can spouse. change your face. You can change your face, you can change your <laughs> outfit. But if you don't change what's on the inside, there's it's all it's always going back to like square one. Yes. So yes, queen. I like to be an influencer who yeah, sometimes you have to hook them in with those things and I love those things. And those things are great and they're ways to make money. And there are ways to celebrate, you know, just being a woman and having fun with beauty and fashion. But I have something behind that with the motivational content that I do. And um, I think that's what makes me a different type of influencer. And those are the influencers that I like to follow. I do, too. I love yeah. to follow Doug Watson, Doug the Pug. <laughs> so we are in my home and we work out of my home. So you see very live and in action what happens. When during. I showed up at Mallory's house, Doug greeted me by jumping on the coffee table and yeah. running circles. I love it. It rules the roost. As he should. <laughs> but um, I'm the same way as you. I want motivational influencers who also are just like and then if they want to tell me about something else they love like mm -hmm. they happen to love clothes or something great but like i want the soul stuff right but you have to have content to do that right so i mean just think of the people that are motivational and inspirational tony robbins he started out in finance um oprah started out on the news you know all these people started out doing their thing and i think the motivational stuff it emerged from all that from I their love and that it's um it's just, it's a cool place to be because lifestyle, lifestyle is what I'm all about. And part of your lifestyle needs to be bettering yourself yeah, in yes, other ways than yes. like the, the outside. So I, and I think that influencers who just do fashion and do it really awesome and really well, they have a passion for fashion and yes. fashion drives their, them and like fills their spirit. And that's awesome for them. Cause do. it's their true passion. It is their true passion. And a lot of people follow them because that's their true passion and mm -hmm. they get that from them. But I think there are a lot of people that are kind of floating around and like living their lives and going through the day to day and they look at someone's Instagram account and they feel like, dang, if only I had that, then I would feel like that. And the beautiful thing about video and Insta stories, which is something that I've added into my content, is that I can say things like, so they'll come to my account and they say, that's, oh my God, those Gucci shoes. I love those Gucci <laughs> shoes. shoes. And they look so good. And then they're like, oh shoot, I could never have those. And then like, they watch my Insta story. And then I'm, I'm going to tell them about, I'm having a tough time because I got the diabetes when I was pregnant. <laughs> or like I went through a really tough, dark laying on the floor time in my life that we talked about on our first podcast yes. four years ago where literally I was just a dead duck in the water like right I didn't before care. you emerged into this thing that you have created Correct. you were in the lowest point mm -hmm. of your life and now you're probably no, in the, the highest best. point of your life it was truly I wouldn't be here today living the life that I'm doing writing a book and and doing this Instagram stuff and doing this YouTube stuff and if I hadn't been through that so a lot of people I think they reach out to these influencers like thinking gosh how can I make my life better and then when one of these influencers that they think I love her clothes and I love her beauty says hey 
I did not want to live another day only four years ago, then they're like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh, I can relate. Because sometimes people don't sit around and read <coughs> motivational books and watch and listen to Oprah podcasts. It's a very fast and, society we live in. And honestly, yeah. like, it's like Insta stories are 15 seconds. Yeah, it's little you bites know? of things. People can only digest little tiny bites. Mm-hmm. So I do, I feel that I am an influencer that is I'm hopeful to influence people's lives, not their, their looks and their their beauty i want people i always say like i don't care in 10 years i would love to have a lifestyle line in target and have a best-selling book and be doing motivational speeches and, and you will i see all, that for you. all these things <clears throat> but if in 10 years i nobody knows what my last name was they just remember like there was this there was this thing called instagram and like this girl said this thing <laughs> and it changed my life because there were people in my life that i was watching for whatever reason that said something that changed my whole life what was and it and that's what i mean just all different things oh like you've collected things that have correct changed and like if i can be that person to someone if in 10 years there's <clears throat> no influencers anymore which that ain't gonna happen mm-hmm. um then that that's that's the kind of influencer that i want to be so, so when did you switch from just doing influencing from like fashion and you know the superficial stuff that you see on mm-hmm. Instagram like the uh, first glance when did you have this change of heart I and mean, you've always been a soulful person but when did mm-hmm. you like I want to shift my focus so it wasn't really a conscious shift it was a um you know, people people tell you the direction that you need to go in in this space too. Th- that's really helpful. Really, is people start telling you what they like from your content, and you're like, I'm leaving you messages. I didn't or realize DMing that. You. Like you changed my life when you said that, or you did this, or now they have those little things where you know they fill out those quizzes on Instagram where it's like beauty accounts I'm loving, I want to trade lives with, I go to for laughs, I go to for inspiration, and I have on my on my direct messages, like hundreds and hundreds. And they're all inspiration and last. That None of them are fashion and beauty, like mm-hmm. hardly any of them. So I think that people, um, in sending me messages about what was really changing their life within my content, that helped me to start moving in that direction. Because you, mm-hmm. you I mean, in this space, yes, it's awesome if you have a passion for it and you just want to put it out there. But people need to like it and they need to watch it and mm-hmm. they need to follow it yes. for it to turn into a business. So um, I kind of followed the suggest the suggestions and like the the opinions of what people were loving from my content. And that gave me more, not courage, because I always had the courage to say it, but that gave me more like validation that this is needed and wanted in this space. So I started doing more and more of that and more and more of that. And, and then it just turned into, now I'd say it's equal to my content of, um, beauty and fashion, but also another thing. So because I do YouTube, so a lot of influencers stick to the social media things where they do blogs and, and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, when you have a video component and now in the video component space, these things called vlogs, video vlogs are so huge. And vlogs are about your life. Mm-hmm. Vlogs are filming what you're doing every day. Yes. And putting it on the dang internet. It's like your what own reality show. <laughs> it is. And so that's more, that's a platform that's more conducive to sharing those types of. Because you really share every part yeah. of your day. I interviewed Sarah Bell and she's like, she she talked about sex. Like after. I know. She, she's <laughs> real open. And oh I love God, that, that she's able to do that because I'm like, there are certain things I'm not going to share. <laughs> but you're right. The YouTube world is wide open yeah. about being honest. Yeah, and that's what an awesome thing. Like, and I think they, it's actually helping with the comparison because, you, like yes. you were saying, mm-hmm. social media can be such a hard thing for people, mm-hmm. and the comparison is so real. But when you take it a next level, and you're like, "But here is my struggle," and Correct. let me show it to you. Yeah, and um, I think yeah, video really gives me a lot bigger platform to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I because the, the first podcast that I did with you, you know, people for a long time have been asking for podcasts because I think they love those bites of inspiration some people aren't into youtube youtube is um something that i personally wasn't into before i started doing it and some people don't get blogs and some people don't have an instagram account because they right. don't want to be on social media but podcasts are awesome because you know you're able to put it on on your way to work and that's i've lived my life listening to podcasts in mm, the morning totally. and books on tape and um so you know considering starting something like that but in Here's something I just said to you, like off camera, that I truly believe. Don't jump in and think everything has to be perfect. Like open up the next phase of being an influencer, whether it's a YouTube channel or a podcast or a blog or 
like just do it as it as it comes. Don't force. Like how do you the eat things. an elephant one bite at a time? One, totally. you have you have to. Yeah, I get, that's where I get overwhelmed. Is I like see everything that's out there, and I'm mm-hmm. like, how does anyone do this? There's so much stuff. But then like you'll take away from the things that you're really good at. So right. you're really awesome at the podcast. Well, that's my and passion. If you started like a YouTube channel, and you started, and you were like, okay, now I'm going to write a book, <clears> and now I'm going to do a lifestyle brand. Your podcast is not going to get the same kind of energy that it had, and neither are, the, are those things. Right, you're not ready for them. So right, yes, and I know. love that you're saying that. Don't just try to do everything at once. Yeah. Michael actually always says that he's like, do one thing at a time. When you can, yeah. when you do one thing, move to like just don't bite off more than you can do at once. Right. You can do it all, but don't yeah. sacrifice on any of it. Yeah, you can. That's the thing. You can do it all, and it's all going to be around. And another thing is, and this is such a cliche thing to say, and I almost like hate it because everybody says it, and I don't think half the people mean it. But try not to compare yourself to other influencers. Because you can, everyone falls into that. Like, I I didn't, like, figure it out and now I have it good. And now I don't have to work. <laughs> I have to work every single day. You're probably working harder than ever. Like, but, like, I have to work not to compare. And I have to work not to want to start 10 new things. And I have to work with follow through. Like, I, that's always been one of my things. As a creative, you know, like. You, oh, you told yeah, me that. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, learned yeah, how to fly a plane. Yeah, like, you learned yeah. how to do, like, a ukulele. Like, you learned all, all these things. things. And like I have follow through is tough for me and I have all these really incredible opportunities right now, right in front of me. And I'll do them at 90% and I'll leave them 10% undone because I'm like, Oh, is it right? And like, I hate, I hate that about myself, but that's one of the things that I have to, I have to fight. Well, your 10% you're leaving undone is like your 90% is most people's not even 20%. Well. I don't know. But a lot of people are doing this as a hobby. And I'm yes. it. it's supporting my whole family. And I've got a different vision for this. I want What's your to, vision? I just, you know, I want it to turn into something really big that that really is impactful in people's lives in in much in a much bigger way than like what you what dress you bought in the springtime. So So I, how is your steps for doing that? What is your plan for achieving that? So um my plan until now was to see if this thing was a thing that could really be a business. Like sustainable. See, and like you do have to know it's not about money, but yes it is about money also. If you're supporting yourself and your family, you really have to get past that thing of like like, oh, it's, you know, it's fine. You don't have to pay me to do that. It took me two two years to get past that. I was like, I'll do everything for free. It's fine. It's so nice that people want to listen to me and talk to me. But, like, for me to really give my maximum, I have to make money at this. Because then it really it, puts a fire under you to do it. Yes. And, like, you can take your attention away that you have with another job that you're using to make money. And you can really focus that into your business as an influencer. And I... I, you know, I I think that a lot of women, for some reason, are... Scared to ask for what they, they deserve. They don't want to ask for money. And my husband helped me a lot with that. <laughs> but Because here's the thing. I see my sales and my numbers, that I'm the, what I'm doing for these brands, and they are making a heck of a lot more than they're paying me on some right. of these things. And you learn that all these big companies have budgets for they this. They have budgets for this. And I am a... And this is a new advertisement. This is. I'm a billboard. You and are. And I'm a commercial. You're and reaching I'm, more people than a commercial or billboard would. Right. And I, I'm very specific about the types of brand deals that I'll take. Which so is crucial. It's very hard to turn down all, uh, tons of deals. It's that's a, that's a tough thing. And that's something that um, I've been pretty good at since the beginning. Um, but that's a hard thing, but you really have to do that to keep your audience authentic. Yes. And it pays out in the long run. It really does. And I think a lot of influencers really fall into the, what? I can make a thousand dollars if I post this. Right. And they don't really believe in what they're posting, No, but they're doing it for the paycheck. But also like their followers can tell. Yeah. Cause they're like, Ooh, I don't, this is gross. And there ain't no gummy bear that's going to help your hair grow. (laughs) (laughs) What about the tea? There ain't no tea that's going to change your life either. <laughs> and there's probably not a teeth whitening thing that you can do at your house that's going to be as great as those Zoom whitening you can get done at the dentist. But So you're saying if it's not really working and you're not really loving it, you're not promoting it, even if you got a big I, fat I check. I will not. I've and had that is why your fans love you. Well, thanks. That's really nice. But, but you start seeing some of these people and they just promote everything. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, now you're just a billboard. Right. Like all that person is is a billboard now. 
Right, exactly. And I mean, it's so, you can see right through it. Mm-hmm. And also, like, if I want to help people in their lives and help them change their lives, the last thing I want to do is tell them to buy something. That you don't believe in. That I don't believe in. That that loses them that quick. Amen to that. So, so you have to rise above a dollar intrigue. You do, You have to rise above $10,000 sometimes. Mm-hmm. And when somebody comes to you and says, I'm going to pay you $8,000 to talk about this or $10,000, that's a tough thing to go. Uh, yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Because I need that. Yes. I want that. Yes. And that <laughs> potentially is going to take the place of like three things that I was going to promote or three companies I was going to work with that I really believed in, but I got to do three different projects. I can't do it though. Right. And I've, and I have, it is, it is safe to say there are some that I've done in the past two years because you've lit, you live and learn that I didn't absolutely have to have to have to have Mm -hmm. i was like i like this product enough and i think that a lot of my followers will really love this product but i have never promoted something that i didn't like ever right and now i'm getting even better at that but that's now you're like not even doing like now you're doing love like yeah and i and i'll be out of doing i I won't do brand deals for forever i do brand deals right now as i'm building these other things (laughs) that are really going to make a difference in people's lives you're building your brand with brand deals right yeah and you have to that's the easiest way to make money so you asked me in the beginning and i'm sorry it's taking me such a roundabout way to get to this (laughs) but how do you make money as an influencer and we do youtube videos on this because i love transparency too i love it when somebody's doing something really awesome and somebody's encouraging you and telling you you can do this too but then they're like here's how you do it right a lot of youtubers and influencers don't want other people to do it so they say you can do this too so that people will like them and feel the camaraderie but like you got to tell them how you do it But that's living in scarcity thinking and honestly you're so confident with what you have to offer you're like i'll tell you but no one's gonna be me so you do you but there's so enough space like it's like being a billboard and being like oh i can't tell you where that other billboard is like like it doesn't matter right if your billboard is covered and you've got a brand deal on your billboard you're fine with all those other billboards being up okay so how do you make money so you can make money in tons of different ways so like with just an instagram account for instance you can make money now with brand deals so brand deals are probably the biggest money maker i would say because other things fluctuate like ads and stuff like that go up and down so a brand deal whether it comes through a management company like um you know a you you hear common names like CAA and William Morris, but then there are smaller ones that just deal with influencers. There are huge influer, influencer agencies now that only handle things for influencers. Are you partnered with one of those? So I'm not partnered with one, but a lot of them bring me deals. But I do have a management company for my YouTube channel out of L.A. that's a very small like boutique company that brings me brand deals for my YouTube channel. I don't do a ton of brand deals on my YouTube channel at all. I try to do select few um, that are higher paying that I really like Mm -hmm. um, or year long partnerships. I really like those because I like to really (laughs) stand for something if I'm going to promote it and tell you to buy it. But um, so brand deals, that's one way. And like, you know, if you have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, especially a hundred thousand engaged followers on Instagram, you should be making over a thousand dollars for every single post that you do on Instagram. That's a, but that's a branded post. Really? Yeah. And you can make, you can make even more money than that, you know? I mean, and it's hard to tell you like a number to, to anything like that but um but you know that's you have to think of walmart and coca-cola and all these big companies they're putting money into influencers now and they have large marketing budgets because they used to have to pay for they used to have to pay for a pr agency that paid for the talent that paid for the people that were filming the talent that paid for the people to write the script that paid for the people to edit it i'm all those things so now you're saying and that's why you're saying you don't feel bad accepting these checks because you're like i am giving you everything in one a lot of stop. content yes and your reach is covering a lot of people yeah it is and it's also like i am I am promoting a product to a very specific demographic that I know is going to like this product. Yes. That wouldn't have known about this product. That's going to buy this product. Yes. And, um, cause you're so right. Like if they were going to do like a print ad or something, you have to hire a photographer. That's going to cost like what? Five people. Yeah. And that's going to cost like $3,000 just in hiring people or 10 before you even Mm -hmm. get the product out there. So that helped me a lot in the beginning because I would literally do everything for free. I really would. Same. (laughs) But you can't, you can't if it's your job cause you, you have to live, you have to have money to live. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, then you just have to take those tough, make those tough calls and turn down a lot of stuff to get the good stuff so that you don't oversaturate it. Because brand deals are 
are awesome because I get to promote really incredible products yes. too. I love that that mask that I use all the time. CO2 I love mask. that mask. And I promoted that for free for a really, really long time. And I love, you know, I love the hair that I wear that I promoted for free for a really <laughs> long time. You know, there's <clears throat> there are things that I really love that I really want to tell my following about that um that I don't I don't even get paid for. And uh, and that's fine because because you do. keep your you keep it real too though like not everything you do is a brand deal or sponsored like a lot of it is also you just being you right most of it ninety ninety two percent of what I'm doing is not sponsored so you sprinkle in your sponsors only when you believe in it correct but the big yeah. majority of your content is you. Just the the vast majority, almost all of my content is just me telling you guys what I like. Mm -hmm. And when it's just you telling you people what you like, you can also make money on things like that too without it being a brand deal per se. Right. And you can make that with what they call affiliate m marketing. So like if you, if someone gives you a discount code, which I would say even 75% of the discount codes I give out, I'm not even making money on. Really? Like I, I don't make money on a lot of those codes, but I just, I go to a <laughs> lot of companies that I work with and I say, can my followers get a discount? And you know, a lot, a lot of times they will get my followers a discount. You know, sometimes I make a little bit of money off of it, but that's pretty rare. Right. You're not um, making big chunks off of that. Right. Um, but I, you know, so reward style is a wonderful platform. So whenever you see on Instagram, the like to know it thing, and that's what the majority of bloggers use. You can make 10% if somebody buys an outfit that you're wearing or from a store that that outfit that you're wearing was from or whatever. And that's a good way to promote authentically, but still make a little bit of money. But um, yeah, so affiliate marketing, that's another way. Um, also, so this is a sketchy one though, because on these platforms, because they're not like regulated, you know, if you work at a bank or if you work at Best Buy or if you work at Cracker Barrel, your job Cracker is the Barrel, same. I love you say Cracker Barrel. We love Cracker Barrel. I know Barrel. you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, these companies, how you make money and your job, are they're set in stone and they don't change. Right. Cracker Barrel's. You're not going to walk into work at Cracker Barrel and they're going to be like, if you wear your apron backwards today, you're going to make $6 more. Or like, you you know, something right. just funky happens. With these platforms, funky things happen. Algorithms change. Ad sales change. Demonetization happens. There are so many things that oh, are out of your control. How do you even keep up with it? So it's just, you have to have your irons in a lot of fires, but only put your iron in the fire when you're ready. So you don't have too many irons in the fire and you're just like a spaz Tasmanian. So it's a balancing act. It is. And it is... Uh, you know, I fell into this too because you can get so mad at a platform. Like, you remember whenever Instagram changed the algorithm and people were so mad. Because you can't see everyone you follow now. And they were like, turn on notifications, turn on notifications. And for like six days, I was like, I'm not going to, that didn't feel right. Then I was like, turn on notifications. Because <laughs> you fall into that like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like my whole career is over. But you cannot rely on, just like in your career, you can't rely on an employer. That employer is not who is making you successful. You are like, doing Like what if job. Instagram gets wiped out one day? What if Instagram gets wiped out? That is why I have to have other avenues of being an influencer. So YouTube, for instance. So Can YouTube in, ever get wiped out? It anything can happen to anything. That's so true. Like especially in the digital world. Yes. Like what if something just lights out one day? Right, and it can. And but even if it's not lights out, it, things can happen. Like um, back in September, because they were trying to protect people on YouTube from content that shouldn't be on there, guns and you know things about children that shouldn't be on there, and just all these different things. Um, you know, YouTube was like, okay, so companies like. You know, it, it, Google are pouring all these ads in, <laughs> into YouTube in general. So if you post, this is another way to make money is you can post a video on YouTube and there's an ad that runs before it or whatever. And you're not making a lot of money doing that by any means. But if you have a lot of YouTube videos up, you can continue to bring in revenue, you know, whether it's a few hundred dollars a month, a few thousand, ten thousand dollars a month. It is a consistent revenue stream that once you figure that out, like you can have. However, back in September, in an effort to clean up YouTube, they put in place all these like flagging type mechanisms. So like if you said certain words or if you had certain tags or if you had certain things in a thumbnail or that your video could be demonetized so you can make no money on it at all. And something happened with our channel, even though we have a very family-friendly channel. Yeah. Very family-friendly. That every single video from September until last week got demonetized. So we couldn't make Stop. any money on YouTube. And it was so frustrating. And and that, that's one of those things that can just happen it in can an just happen. instant. And then you're like working for free, which 
is okay if you have income coming in from somewhere else. But, you know, most people were like, this is not fair. This is, you know, how's YouTube doing this? Because it was so frustrating because we were doing everything right and that just happened to us. Yes. And it can be out of your hands. You don't show up at a bank one day and they're like, you know, we're actually not going to pay you for the last three weeks that you right. worked. <laughs> but, you know, 98% of the people came to us and were like, oh my gosh, this sucks. What can we do to help you? Like, this is so terrible they're doing. But Did then 2% last week, 2% of the people were like, you make us feel like it's all about money and like, what? Stop oh, with the demonetization. And, the and you know, it, yes. It gets to you though, doesn't it sometimes? I, I can remember every negative thing anyone has probably ever said to me. And the thing is, like, you're getting 98% positive. So positive. But you're getting 2% mm -hmm. negative. Why is it? I, I rarely get hate mail either, but every now and then I'll just get some straight up hate and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, terrible. and then it makes you feel terrible that someone in the and world could think that about you. And that is a really tough hurdle of being an influencer. Because people no feel free one, to tell you whatever they think. No one's immune from that. And they can start another email account and start another account and they can be 10, it can be one person that's got 10 accounts going. And they spreading can, hate. Just spreading so much hate. And they, and you, you know, even if you're a confident person that knows you're, who you are and what you're about. It hurts your feelings. It, it really does. Because you're like, why would you think that about me? I'm not trying to hurt you. I just... <laughs> and I'm a nice person. And, I, and that's wrong, what mm -hmm. you said about me. But it's, you know... But that's a personal thing. And that goes back to whatever someone can put out in the world is what they're feeling about themselves. It, that's, it, that's so true. So if you could actually spread hate, like a disease, yeah. and throw it on people, then you're feeling pretty bad about yourself. True. But so still, I have to like remember you, that, but I'm still like, why'd you say hard. that? It's hard. It's really hard. So um, that's that's a tough thing about being Especially when you're putting yourself out there in all ways. But Everyone you know, knows everything about you because you're right. sharing. Yeah. And um, there are, you know, what what are those those quotes out there that I forget? Is it David Green or something? I, I read this quote and I was like, this is so true about how when you're putting your talents and good and, you know, all of this stuff out into the world, it stirs up resentment and it stirs up insecurity in people and they spew things off. And that's, that is so true. Like nothing is more true than that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and just think of all the people that have done these awesome things in the world that were putting out so much pure good that were ridiculed. The people shot. I mean, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They put him on the cross. Yeah. He wasn't trying to do anything bad. He was doing everything good. People always are trying to bring down. Why is that? Because it makes know. people feel bad about themselves or something? I mean, you know, or they in, think your it's own fake. Life, in my own life, I've said things or about people that were awesome, probably. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't anymore. I really try not to do that. But like when I was younger, that were like awesome. You just feel that were awesome. Yeah, but you said like, things about people that were awesome. No, like if somebody is doing really great things, or like some celebrity is doing something awesome, and you say something like, "Yeah, but they're right. but they th this happened for them, so of course right. they could do." Yeah, that. like and like I didn't believe that. Like I can't think of specific times, but I know there are times in my life that that I have said or thought that about people. You're like, they can't really be that great because there has to be. Yeah. Yes. So that's totally. what I think. When people say stuff like that about me, I'm like, you know what? At some point in time in my life, I probably thought that about someone. Right. I, I, that is definitely not who I am and, and how I, how I am. But <laughs> there are times, even though I'm a person that kind of gets it with that kind of stuff. But, but I think it's because you and I have been on the same path where we have kind of experienced a lot of things. We've seen how, being negative pays off. We've seen how being positive pays off. Right. We've seen how not, we've just seen how things have played out because we've yeah. had so many crazy mm -hmm. experiences. And you, I have realized, and I know you have too, that like if you want to have great results in your life, you truly get what you put out. So if you are putting yes. out negativity, you are going to be getting that back. Anyone that puts out hard work and positivity in the world will be successful. It's will karma. Be. And Newton's law of physics. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. It's a law it's so of true. physics. You're getting back yep. what you put out. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And so in this space as an influencer, like it's hard too because like it's when it's your life and it's woven into your life, you can't ever turn it off. And I'm also a person, I am a hustler and I want to work all the time. Your sign says every day I'm hustling. <laughs> And like everyone's like you, ha you're forced to take maternity leave, and I'm like, uh, uh 
I'm in my house. I am taking maternity leave. I'm You're like, I'm in my house, but not Mallory has like an operation in here. But it's, um, you know, that's a tough thing too, to be able to step back whenever you love what you do. And when it's really woven into your real life, it's tough to step back and be like, okay, I have to take a Saturday. I have to, because I hate that because you know, the people that I love in this space are like the Gary V's. Oh, he's just obsessed. He's doing it all the time. He's like, he has a microphone wired on him. Saturday of my life. Yes. And I love that about him. But like you have to find what works for you and the balance that works for you. And you also have to look at your priorities. And if your priority and what you want to do in life, if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and you want to be a teacher and you want to work at Best Buy, that is just as good as what you and I are doing. That's just as good as what you just have to be true to the it. The president is doing. That's just you, you that you, you just do whatever you do really, really well. Like I always say it, everybody always is like, you only have one life, you only have one life. But people, I feel like people just say it as words. But like tr- really and truly, you you only have one and you are in total control of it. You can change in one day. You can make a change, an inside change. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to go for this. It's going to be hard. If it's not hard, it ain't nothing going to come of it. Nothing. Amen to that. People, Nothing. You know what? And this is something I've actually talked to about, like my sister and several friends. Hard is not bad. Everyone's like, no. oh my God, that's so hard. Or, oh my gosh, that was so hard for you. Or that was such a terrible thing you had, to go, you had to go through. through that. Like, I'm so sorry about that. But I'm like, honestly, it's okay. if you don't go through hard things, if you don't figure out mm-hmm. how to survive hard things and how to find the blessing and the lesson, then you're just going to shrivel up and die and life's going to beat you. And it takes things like that to make you light that fire. But you either give up or you say, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I use this for my advantage to better my life? Or you become a victim of that thing and that thing is your thing. And then that thing is your God and that thing controls your life. Like half people's parents get divorced. Half people deal with death. People deal with so many terrible things. Terrible things. things. And I'm fortunate that I feel like I haven't had to deal with as many terrible things as a lot of people have, and I'm grateful for that. But also... But the things aren't what makes the person. No. The you thing, can... The lesson happens, but that's not what the person is. Yeah. I always lean into... That's one of my things, too. I lean into those hard things in my life. I didn't used to. For 26 years of my life, I never leaned into hard things. I wanted to numb hard things out. I wanted to keep hard things as far away from me as I possibly could. But now, when a hard thing... Oh, the hardest things. I've had the, some of the hardest things happen, and... And when those things happen, I automatically in the beginning, I think, you know what? Ugh, sometimes it's hard to say, thank you, Jesus. You're like, I'm about to have a growth spurt here. I'm about it's to a, like it's gonna be a go great, next level. It's going to be a good thing for me. If you can lean into it, if you don't sit on your couch and drink a bottle of wine and don't even think about it, it, it you know, if you really face that thing and, and look in the middle of that thing at like, what the heck is going to. What can happen when you do what, that? Instead of giving into it and drinking a bottle of wine and becoming a victim, what ch- happens when you lean into it? It changes your whole entire life. Like what, what changes for because, people who've never done this so before? So if you, if you numb something out, if something happens to you, if your fiance leaves you, if you, um, find out you owe the IRS a hundred thousand dollars, if you have a drug problem, if you, parent whatever dies. it is, a parent dies, um, in the middle of that, I think that you have to be clear headed, A, to see what like that grief or that sadness or that sorrow or that anxiety, whatever is going to teach you. And so... It, it, we're just in a world of numbing. So I didn't figure this out that like, whoa, you can really learn things in these, in these moments of despair. I didn't learn that until like I had alcohol stripped away from me and sleeping pills and like the things that I was numbing out and trying to achieve by like using more of until I had those things taken away from me because I had to, for my health, I would have died. Um, I didn't see the beauty of the hard things in life. And, and then that changed my life forever. That was the hardest thing. I wanted to give up every single second of every single day of that process. But then at the oh my gosh, when people are like, I'm so sorry you had to go through that, or like, man, you had everything so good. I can't believe that happened to you. I'm like, shoot, I would not trade a second of that. Because like, you wouldn't have gotten this brain. You wouldn't have understood no. what is the big, like as Oprah says, like aha thing that you learn. Because everyone, like you said, is trying to numb, trying to fight, mm-hmm. trying not to like experience bad things. If something's hard, they want to run from it. Yeah. But really, like you said, when you hit those things, that's like when you're really, truly being blessed because you're about to, if you can lean in, you're about to go somewhere and open yourself up to something yeah. that is so much bigger because you're not letting yeah. something control you. Yeah. So I think like the aha moment doesn't, it's not an, 
there's not so many aha moments. I get aha like inspirations that kind of keep me going and keep going. But sometimes the aha moment is when you look back on the last year and you're like, whoa, look at the different person that I am now than I was the first 26 years. Everything went right in my life for 26 years. I was the, I was, rather I ruled the world. <laughs> I got to Miss America and Amazing Grace and uh, I was valedictorian. All the good things. Oh, and they were just awesome and easy and everything was Great good. Great family. But I just don't, I'd never, the highs weren't even the highs until like I started really experiencing the lows and and like learning from those. And so I, I, my aha moment wasn't in a moment. It's like now, you know, four and a half years past that as I see what my life is now. And also there is an aha moment in that because still things happen. Things happen to us all the time, you know, in our business or in our relationship or just. And even just with your pregnancy, getting diabetes in the last run, like the last, how many months have you had it now? Yeah, just a couple months. But like the aha moment is like whenever hard things happen like that, that I can see myself reacting to them differently. Like I used to feel it different in my stomach. It would happen and then I automatically would start looking for things to get out of it. Now I'm just like, it's like this slow, okay, here we go. Like, Keep okay. Keep it together. Like, you know hunkering gonna, down. Okay. <laughs> but, like, That's here we amazing. Go. You know, it's a, it's a cool thing to realize at a young age because I think a lot of people... You're not going to waste your life. You're going to... Now you know this so you can actually maximize... Right. ...your young life that you have. And you cannot be fearful because in the space as an influencer, fear, I think, is the number one thing. Fear in comparison, that's going to knock 80% of these influencers out. And that's why, like, whenever I see an incredible influencer like you... You're so ...that nice. is, like, saying something about fear, like, oh, I don't know, am I doing this right or is it not... <laughs> I'm like, no, don't you let that get you. Because that's about to, you're about to have a takedown with, with the fear stuff. So I feel like I never know what I'm doing, though. That's my thing is like, I never. You do, though. But I never know. I, I Mine is like not being sure of myself. Like part of it is like, I think now that I've built my brand up to this point and I've realized I actually have skills, it's like, okay, I'm not just an imposter. Not at all. <laughs> and you know what? You're, you're very lucky because you know your talents, you know your gifts and your talents. So whether you question whether, like, you use them in the right way, and am I doing this right, and am I getting paid enough for this, at least you know. Because a lot of people go through their whole lives not knowing their passions and their gifts and their talents. And that is so true. That's the worst, too. Because, like, what, what, is it, what did you do your whole life? You worked to make money to live in a house and have a family? To die. It took me a long time to. to find my passion, though. Like, yeah. I had to go through several career changes. And kind of how you said when you started influencing, to find yeah. out actually what your brand is as an influencer right i had to start off in music actually i started off like trying to do acting and modeling and then found music singing which led me to hosting but i followed my curiosity right and i kept saying okay that's not totally right but it's getting closer right and like looking back on all those things would you change any of those things no it was a beautiful journey no so see this moment of and even the heart am i doing this right like is this influencer thing for me this is another one of those moments where like maybe it's not you're not your finger is not on the button yet. Like this is where I'm supposed to be. But like, you're almost, you're almost I feel like there. I'm all around it. Yeah. You're all around. You see the button. <laughs> I see it. And I'm like, I'm like all around it, but I Back just then, don't know what it is. Well, we were trying to be singers. We didn't even see the button yet. Like we thought it was a whole different machine. You we started off in singing more. too. I did. And pageants. And it's just, you know, it's just your journey and it teaches you so many things that you'll need later in life. And you know what? If there's something else that comes along, if I end up at the end of this being a speaker or an author or like something totally different. That's awesome. That's where I was meant to be. But you're still working hard and building your brand and doing whatever you can with yeah. what you got mm-hmm. until something else comes along that maybe fits better. Right. And, and that's um, another thing I love about you is you're not waiting for something to come like sweep you off your feet and save you like a knight in shining armor, yeah, well, a.k.a. You. a career. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to freaking make this career. Well, that's what's cool about this is this is a career where there are no middlemen. You can make it happen. Uh, you Anybody can open an Instagram account for free. Anybody can start a YouTube channel for free. Costs Zero. But you have to put Zero the work overhead. In. You have to put the work in. Yes, but like for the first time ever, where there used to be have to be managers and PR agencies and you know marketing company, oh, you don't have to go through those things anymore. And that is the coolest thing about this. There is nothing holding people back but themselves in this career. If you want to be a lawyer, yeah, there's something holding you back. You got to take an LSAT. If you want to be a doctor, you got to go to school and you got to take an MCAT. With this career, you have to love something and you open an Instagram account. And there you go. And you can make $150,000 if you want to in one year. Like, you know, you can you can do it. And um, But the thing is, 
Uh, and I love it that Gary Vee says this, and I love it when he says this, you know, like, like it is a privilege to do, to, to love what you do every single day. Mm-hmm. And there are even parts of being an influencer and the start, the beginning of being an influencer and you're fearful and you're scared and you wonder what your friends are going to think when you open an Instagram account and you post your outfit. <laughs> Like there are parts of it that you're not going to love in the beginning, but it's the people that like come out on top of that. It's the cream that rises to the top. Like after two years that are going to be the, the influencers that you don't want to follow, that you want to follow. You don't want to, um, yeah, you let ke- those things you knock worry you about out. What people are thinking you can't, but that's hard. It is hard because it's a business where people, what people think is your business pays your bills. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to tell people about fear? Um, I want to tell, so fear is something that everyone's going to have. And fear is a great thing. Fear is a, is a huge motivator. Um, if you don't let it like take you down to the ground and totally destroy you. So I think that fear knocks most people out of the space of being, of being an influencer, because this is a career where you're not sitting behind a desk and doing a task. You are putting yourself as a human being out there and that's your job. So it really is a whole different realm than a lot of ways to make a living. And so fear runs rampant in this space. So I think that um, see fear as a motivator and just don't let, you know, those thoughts come into your mind all the time. You can't keep the thoughts out. There's nothing that you can do. There's no pill you can take, no therapist you can go to, no meditation that you can do that keeps (laughs) the fear out. No alcohol you can drink. (laughs) There ain't nothing. So it's always going to come. So it's the way that you handle that. So if that fear comes in, I can still remember that same fear. And this is the fear that a lot of people say is what we just said. What are my friends going to think when I start this? Mm Mm-hmm. That's the that's one of the number one fears. Like, are people going to think who does she think she is, or or who does he think he is, or that? And then the fear of can I really make a living at doing this? What if I quit my job and then I don't make any money? Those are two huge fears. Mm-hmm. You just have to take a make a leap and just don't let those fears take you down. So hear that voice in your head and say, okay, I know you're there. <laughs> you can come along <laughs> on this ride with me for a little while, but. You know, you know, my favorite uh, example of fear is Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love and Big Magic, which I I love love. her. She Mm -hmm. in Big Magic, she which is an incredible. If you haven't read that, you'll love it. She said that fear like, you know, you got love and fear and love is the is the driver Mm -hmm. and like love is driving the car and fear is in the passenger seat. Yes. And you look over there and you're like, I see you fear. I'm going to pay attention to what you say, but but you're not driving. (laughs) Right. I'm driving and you're there. But like maybe she'd stop the car and pull over for a hamburger. Fear wasn't in there, but she keeps driving because she's because it's there. Somebody else is in the car. Exactly. So it can be a good thing. It can be a good motivator. Yeah, it can. And you know, there's something else. Uh, you and I both we love we love looking to and listening to other people for motivation and inspiration. I yes. think that's what's driven you to do this podcast. Yes. Because all your life you've looked for and you ask. And as soon as you walk in the door, as soon as Caroline and I get together, she's asking questions and she's, can you help me with this? I feel like I did this wrong. And you're curious and you're asking people for help, which is an incredible thing. Because when you act like you got it all together, oh, that's, you know. I feel like I never have anything together. And I'm like, if I can get in the presence of greatness like you and like learn from you, oh, gosh, then so I'm nice like, why would I, if I know what my skill is and what my talents are, why would I not try to have people who are doing it better than me help me if right. I can get help exactly so like I love that's why I'm always quoting people that said these things that I guess these are kind of aha moments but like I love and my thing lately has been because I've got a lot of really huge huge opportunities right here on a silver platter in front of me not on a silver platter because like I bought the silver platter <laughs> so <somebody else, laughs> I yeah. definitely like work to get the silver platter with the opportunity on it um I love so Tony Robbins who is crass and like he is in your face I love him but he's awesome and he and I've this thing keeps coming to me and I keep hearing it and hearing it and hearing it I love when he says, if you're going to take the island, you got to burn the ships. You have to let go of your backup plans and you have to, because then you have to take the island. That's all you got. Then you, because the ships are gone. You can't. Go. If you're going to take the island, you got to burn you the ships. You have to. And I love it when he so says that. So go all in, basically. So go all in. And so like there are things as an influencer that I was holding on to, like smaller brand deals and like these things, because I was like, oh, but the security and I've got a family. I had to burn a lot of those ships and I had to take a lot of chances. And those chances could have been a catastrophe, but you know what? I've lived on like no money and, and nothing can, before. And you can figure it out. If it is and a I'll catastrophe, it out. you'll just keep moving. But if like, I failing hang on, isn't the worst thing. No, failing is a, is a great thing. Yeah. If you do the right things with it. But like you, um, you know, if you really, really want to do this, start it while you're working another job, obviously. But then like once you see it coming in, even if it's not enough, burn the ship. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, take a chance. You can probably get an, another job. Yeah. Like, but it's, you, you really have to make a commitment to do this eventually when the time is right. I'm not saying everybody that's watching this is like, man, I always wanted to do that. But get on the phone with your, I quit. Don't <laughs> do that. No, be smart. Be smart. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> At least open your accounts and like get some feedback first and make sure everything's going good. Start but, it as um, a side hustle until you feel you can yeah. make, make but, it a. But then make that leap. So many people are afraid to just let go of that, that rope. And, um, and that's what holds them back in all areas of life. And it does because you can't, if, if you want to grab on the rope in front of you, you got to grab on with both hands and like, you really got to go for it to make this a huge thing. And if you got one hand on the rope behind you still like that, you're never going to be able to commit to what you're doing in front of you. And, and I, I had, I had a tough time doing that for a little while, but then, um, you just have to do it. And like I said, my husband helped me a lot because he's working with me too. And he's such a, he's a risk taker and I'm a risk taker too. But, um, when you see the only other person that could be the income for your family also saying, Hey, let's burn let's do the this. Then you're like, okay, we're all in. And you're like, okay. All right. I love that. Okay. I want to talk to you forever, obviously, but I'm going to wrap up. Okay. Leave your light, leave inspiration. This whole thing's inspirational, but just, Leave what's on your mind inspirational rise right now besides everything you've said that's awesome. Um, I mean, okay, so because this is a podcast about influencers, um, I will say first off that you don't have to have an Instagram account or a YouTube channel or be any sort of a public figure to be an influencer. I think that a mother can be an influencer and a teacher can be an influencer and a fast food worker can be an influencer. Amen to that. So I think, you know, the world of being influenced by other people is an incredible thing. Like always use your influence for good, no matter what type of influencer you are. I'll say Heck that. Yes. Um, but I will also say, because I think a lot of people will be watching this that probably want answers to these questions. Can I really do this? And can I, uh, make money doing something like this and they probably have a little bug in their ear that they want to do this i say go for it like you I, you you have one life. life you have to try the things that you want to do and i hope that like somebody got some kind of inspiration or some kind of light or some kind of oh maybe i can enough to like make that step because anyone watching this can do this anyone watching you don't have to have a certain look you're I love it when people you say that to too. You, you're only going to be so pretty and you're only going to be so this and that and this. But like people love the real stuff. Well, there's real people all over the world. Like yeah. to me, one of my favorite people to follow right now is Ashley Graham because she has transformed yeah. what a supermodel is. Yes. And mm -hmm. everyone's like, thank God, yep. finally. Yep. Like there's other options besides yeah. what we've been spoon fed for so long. Yeah. So I say like that's my word of advice to anyone watching is um, a like be an influencer in life and and just be kind and and good to people and shine a, a good light. But like if you want to be an influencer in this type of space, you can a thousand percent do it. No matter who you are, no matter what you have going for you, no matter what you look like, no matter how much money you have or don't have, you can do it. Um, and I say go for it. Yeah, burn the ships. Burn the ships. Freaking love it. <laughs> Mallory Irvin for president. I'm voting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally voting for you. That was amazing. You're awesome. Love you, girl. How inspiring was that interview? I could listen to her talk all day. Seriously. She motivates me to work harder, be better. I freaking love Mallory Irvin. And y'all get excited. We are still in the big middle of this influencer series. I have so many more interviews coming your way. So get excited. We have another one next week. Peace out, y'all.